0: Radio News with Tim Berg. The head of the CDC says no one at the federal agency advised President Trump to play down the severity of the coronavirus threat. Dr. Robert Redfield also dismissed an anonymous sourced report that says the CDC has been politicized by the White House. Hurricane Sally is continuing its trek inland. According to the National Hurricane Center, maximum sustained winds are now at 80 miles an hour. Hurricane Sally is located about 15 miles west-northwest of Pensacola, Florida and is moving to the north-northeast at 5 miles an hour. It came ashore this morning on the Alabama coast as a Category 2 storm. Ken Graham with the National Hurricane Center on what we can expect from this storm as it continues inland. You really look at these rain bands, and it's just efficient rainfall. You can get tornadoes in these rain bands mm-hmm. and torrential rainfall. This is USA Radio News.
1: Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time.
2: I love the product. It's making me feel young again. I'm 84 years old, and I feel 50. So I'll tell you, it is a wonder. And that's why I want to make sure that I always get it on time. I don't want to miss a dose.
1: Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new
3: preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code USA.
0: Delta is expected to avoid any involuntary furloughs for flight attendants and ground workers. The Georgia-based airline is continuing to aggressively cut costs as it deals with low passenger numbers amid the coronavirus pandemic. Delta is extending a pay cut, though, for employees through the rest of the year. An Advocate is back on Capitol Hill. With more on the story, here's USA Radio Network's Chris Barnes in Washington. Activist comedian John Stewart holding an event yesterday where he called for help for veterans exposed to toxic chemicals in war zones. The former Daily Show host saying soldiers in Iraq and Afghanistan were exposed to dangerous toxins through smoldering burn pits that were used to incinerate waste. He compared veterans with health problems from burn pits to 9-11 first responders who also were, of course, exposed to chemicals, including burning jet fuel. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Aloha. Cinnamon's Las Vegas newly arrived Hawaiian breakfast served every day, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. With over 32 years in Hawaii, we have amazing boneless kalbi ribs, award-winning Eggs Benedict, Guava Chiffon pancakes, which were voted Time Out Magazine's number 8 pancake in the nation, as well as our Las Vegas exclusive pistachio cream pancakes, and much more. Good food, great service, genuine aloha. It's the island served on a plate on the corner of Buffalo and Washington just
4: off Summerlin Parkway. YMCAs are so much more than a gym. It's the ultimate destination for family fun. Sign up today for a family membership and experience all that your local YMCA has to offer. Like Friday night family field trips or parents' night out, only five bucks for three hours of fun for the kids while mom and dad take a break. With free child care, free group classes, action-packed water parks, and state-of-the-art fitness facilities, why is not the question, but the answer. Visit LasVegasYMCA.org for more information. Get ready for one of the most unique experiences in Las Vegas. Haunted City Ghost Tours brings you their Haunt in the
5: Mob Tour, Fridays at 7 p.m. in fabulous and haunted downtown Las Vegas. Experience this one-of-a-kind guided walking tour to haunted casinos, hotels, and more. Learn about the mob's influence in Las Vegas and hear spooky and terrifying stories along this fascinating and exciting tour. For ticket information, visit them online at hauntedcityghosttours.com. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, even in the afterlife. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to OddsXFactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals, I love second halves, and I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to OddsXFactor.com. 1-800-209-1679. 7-9.
3: Go. It's another edition of Sports Insider Radio, inviting you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. Brian Blessing, David Miller. We're sitting here in Vegas, and we're going to head east to the beasts of the east. That's your line. That's just, yeah. that's, you coined that one. Yeah, uh, I love it, I'll too. let you run
6: with it. Beasts from the east. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, week one, NFL in the cookie chart. What do you think?
6: Yeah, no, it's great for me. It worked out. Had a lot of key half points. Well won. Bengals three-and-a-half uh, yourself?
3: Uh, good. Um, the New Orleans game, I thought, you know, if they play in week 10, you know, that's a different animal. But New Orleans was just sick and tired of hearing about Brady and the Bucks in the opener. That was that was kind of a statement game. And then I think there were some uh, – the over in the Seattle-Atlanta game like that.
6: We're supposed to take, you know, the dog on Monday Night Football. That's This is scary.
3: You know, I had Denver. I had Denver. But no, were, no, on but you the, know this you know, week. But I was this said, week. Oh, but I had Denver, and that was a wrong side winner. I don't know. It was. I don't know. It, they moved the it, ball. No, I don't know. No, I but, had the Titans, and that. No. I no no Tennessee should have covered. I know, but
6: I don't know if it was the right or wrong side. No. No, it was. it
3: was. A, it was because missed three field goals. I had a kick blocked. Uh, missed an extra point. Yeah. But and then Tannehill missed the wide open receiver for the cover. I, think, I mean, Tennessee yeah, I played know, a game. I had Denver. I'm thrilled I won. I should have lost. I know. Denver looked all right, though. I don't know. They but looked yeah. all right. But Tennessee. Yeah, they kind of shot but, themselves. I mean, happens. they. But first of all, four field goal attempts. One time you put it in the red zone. But four, yeah, that's know. 12 points the kicker missed. And then the guy had a. Wide so. open receiver at the tail end of the game to get you at the, at
6: the at the end. Still kind of variance. I mean, Denver, I think if they play the game a million times, Denver might cover more than, I don't know, I don't know. But well, yeah,
3: yeah, it's all, I, yeah. that was tough. I, I, hey, I'm not complaining. I won. I shouldn't have. Um, then you get box score numbers that are wrong. I mean, the Ravens thing, that was a no-brainer. Now, I wouldn't sit here and say Cleveland's got awful. Baltimore steps on everybody's neck in the opener. They've done this for five years now.
6: Don't let them talk on on this. That's why I'm doing it before we start
3: getting getting (laughs) state run TV on here. No, I mean, okay, Baltimore mauled Cleveland. You think Cleveland ain't going to bounce back with a good game this week? Um, I'll tell you, the phony one was the Bills Jets. Final score that game was 27 17. Final score that game should have been forty-two ten. 10. Variance. I love that. 42-10 right. should have been the final score right. of that game. Right, right, right. Yeah. Variance though, but yeah. So then you see the reactions from week one to week two with the numbers. Um, some places are overreaction. Some are there was
6: there was only a couple of games that really overreacted, like the Rams, the Rams Eagles. That's that's a big one. And then uh, what's the other one? There's one more. Can't.
3: We'll get much. through it. We got an hour. We gonna that bring, was, bring that the, was the, the big one.
6: Here? That was the big one where they really. And then and then the Jags one came down a couple of points. That's what, I think that's about it.
3: Mm. All right. I love this. I mean, John's probably squirming in his skin. Please don't let him let talk. Let me talk! Leave him, leave let me talk! We're in control here, man. Let, leave him. <laughs> he's
6: Please. Be, I she, gave him some ammo last night, John, though. he's putting his hand up. He doesn't want hurt. Exactly.
1: My hand was up. I literally just put my hand up. I said, I feel like I'm in school. My hand's up. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> How you doing? I was going to hedge the Denver game. No, I'm just messing with <laughs> you, Dave. I got you. I got your video. Uh, uh did you did you um were you surprised at well I'll ask both of you first were you both surprised Clippers had a 2 point lead at half and how they just how Denver just rolled them in the second half
6: I I wasn't I was surprised on the other two comebacks I'm sure he was too we all were No
3: I love Miami <laughs> No I I did I mean in in fact when they when they got down if you watch how the way Miami played Against Milwaukee, Miami, Miami. Listen, yeah, wow, M- Miami's tough. winning the whole thing. Yeah, they're tough. Wow. Miami's winning the whole thing, and the in-game thing—that was. I'm like, I was going, keep going, keep going. Miami was down like 11, 12 in the first quarter. I go, get more, get more, and, and play Miami coming back. And, so, and
6: everybody's all over the Celtics for the next game already. I right. was hoping it would go to them or plus something. They're, I think they're like minus two and a half and three now.
3: So, Dave.
1: When I, you know, again, I took Denver plus four in the second half after you messaged me. But I also, because I'm a little, I, my attitude was they're going to cover the four. I got to get the plus 180. Would you have done that situation? I took the money line and I took Denver because I wasn't looking. I didn't think they were going to lose by three in the second half. They're going to get blown out or they're going to win the game outright.
6: That was that was the most profitable series I've ever had. I'll just throw that out there. But I I kind of. I, what would I have done? I took the f- well. I took the. I know four, what you did. But I'm asking: in the second
1: half, would you have taken the money line in the second half?
6: I try to take the spread more than the money lines. I, I feel got you it. get better value when you focus on the spreads. There, got that it. Makes sense. Yeah, because especially there, like you had some. The consensus was three and a half. Then you you were able to pick off a couple of fours. This is this
1: my is. consensus when you messaged me was Brian was over and under four cocktails. Was I close
6: to that point?
1: Yeah, when you three. actually sent me the me- three, <laughs> I was okay. I, I you, made you, a line for called it,
6: like yeah, good, good making.
1: Brian, he sent me a video message, and his eyes—you can barely see his eyes—and uh, as at, at halftime
6: of the game, I said, "Uh oh, uh oh, we got a couple in." I was having fun.
1: I get it. I get it.
6: Wishing and you guys uh, were all there, though.
1: How, are, how are, I, you trust me, I'm trying to get out there. How do, How's the Stanley Cup treating you, uh, Brian?
3: Uh, well, we're not uh, down to the final yet. Uh, the Islanders stayed alive last night. Uh, Love the fight in that team, and uh, Dallas is sitting there waiting for them. It's been a great tournament. Glad, you know, it's been fun. Hats off to them. And I'm telling you, uh, the offseason business is commencing as we speak, and they'll be playing hockey again before you know it next year.
1: I can't wait. And uh, – Before we get into the the current uh, events at hand, let's talk about two things. Big Ten, eight-game series starting, uh, what was it, Mike, Uh, October
2: 23rd? October 24th, um, they're starting the eight-game schedule, which obviously all of these conferences are just doing limited travel um, in-conference schedules. They're not really playing any out-of-conference games. I'm, I'm still intrigued to see... What they're going to do about the postseason is, as we've seen in the last couple weeks, if these players and these teams are playing and they're going to have to figure something out about bowl games, whether they're going to do them or they're not going to play them, but what I'm seeing is it's the trend that happened back in March when we see it's like a domino effect where originally one conference cancels games and then every other conference cancels games and now it's the other way around where at first they were going to hold off and now they see all these conferences are playing and now a couple weeks in we really haven't heard anything regarding the cancellation of an entire game except i think for one game where it was more precautionary cuz not an actual player but somebody in the facility had it so they precautionary canceled the game last week but aside from that you know i think once we've see consistency and a couple months in they're going to want to cash in on the postseason games, and they're going to create some sort of playoff. It's obviously going to be different than years past, just like the NBA bubble, just like with the hockey tournament. They're already talking about possibly placing, and I don't know if you guys have heard of this yet, they're possibly talking about doing a bubble for the NFL playoffs. Um, Again, nothing is set in stone. It's kind of like on-the-fly adjustments, but I'm just grateful that week one of the NFL – I was a little bit hesitant I wouldn't say hesitant but I was I was very I was optimistic that it would go off without a hitch and these guys were actually great tackling not that many penalties it was good football and we just never have seen this before because we're just so used to that four week preseason schedule where half the games the guys aren't even playing in and you see these injuries and By the time the season starts, you think these guys are at least, um, conditioning-wise, are ready, and it looked like they were good. Now, the one thing that, and I'm sure Dave and Brian already know this, it's going to be a little bit different for travel. These teams are flying in the night before now, so it's going to take, they don't have the couple days to acclimate to the actual climate, or whether it's going to Denver with the high altitude So you've been seeing a lot of cramping in the fourth quarter of games where a lot of these players just don't have that couple days to settle in. They're literally getting off a plane at nighttime and they're playing the next morning.
6: So that might play a
2: big role into line making and our handicapping for the remainder of the season. It's something that's, you know, completely new for this year.
6: Well, then the home teams would have a bigger edge than we thought, if that's the case. But I'm not sure how when they really get to each city, but it did kind of they're feel... They're
2: saying the night before. Every single team wow, is the... only spending the night before okay. because they're trying to limit the guys going out in the city. Uh-huh. They're trying to limit all of that exposure. They're just getting in, and then they're playing the next morning.
6: Oh, it's, yeah, it's interesting. Um, but I don't know, did you guys feel that... What did you guys think home field was worth after watching those games on, on Sunday and Monday?
3: I, it was I, football.
6: I think... It was football. I mean, it felt uh, like there was a good home field, but I don't know. I agree.
2: I would have to agree with Dave. Like yes, Washington, I, agree I mean, that there it was just
6: was felt like, <laughs> you, you know, the home crowd helped them. Nobody, so, basically. listen,
1: did anybody in-game live bet? Um, is that a good spot? You just in-game live bet the team that's uh, scoring zero? You could have taken the Washington football team plus a 1000000000000000 in-game live? Well, you lean to do
6: that. That's one of the fundamentals you do is whoever's getting crushed. I do myself and then you and then you shop around King the consensus, but I didn't have that one, but uh, in the long run, you do that, that's the
1: what- the reason why I'm laughing is I was having clients past posting. you know you can relate to this, Brian, texting me, <laughs> why didn't you give me Philly? You, the other team, doesn't even have a mascot. That was the easiest game on the board. I'm literally getting texts while they're up, seventeen nothing or whatever. Why didn't you give me Philly? You should have given me Philly. It was the easiest game on the. And I'm like, I didn't hear a thing after the game from any of those guys.
2: Did you guys? Um, did you guys notice that also? Um, they show the metrics on the board or that on the TV screen where the percentage of the team winning. It was like a. 4.5% chance that the Washington Redskins, well, let me rephrase it, the Washington football team had a chance of winning. They always show that in the fourth quarter now. Like, this team only has 5% chance of actually pulling it I, I
6: like it because it helps you a little bit, some of those with with your odds making and, and how you think. I, I like when they show all those numbers. Those are numbers I actually like. No offense, John. I'm excited to hear your numbers, but I, I love all. They had this percent chance to do this, and and, and it's yeah. All but I don't,
1: I don't know how. I don't know what the uh, the reality is. How's that going to help somebody like?
6: Well, in game so live sit- wager. Well, because when the situation pops up again, you you at least have a ballpark number, especially on those crazy comebacks, and you know they're mm-hmm. down 16, and you're getting 26 to one. It, you're, it just helps you to think. To think about the situation, to have actual numbers because those guys know the probability and you know they know exactly what it is to the percent.
2: Well, it was also like the Bears game, Dave, where you gave that game out. Early that was in the a high
6: week. one too, yeah, or a low one.
2: That was a high one, and I have clients literally in the fourth quarter going, "I can't believe you gave me the Bears. They stink. They stink." And then there's radio silence for about ten, fifteen minutes, and all of a sudden, not only do they. Get the touchdown to potentially push. They get the go ahead, and they actually cover. I just couldn't. And that's deal NFL with, for
6: you. I just couldn't deal with people like that. I don't know. Well,
2: I mean, that's so that's why, why we is, deal with them for you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the question for both hour. of you,
1: for the question for both of you guys, is um, when you got teams like the Ray Now, I'm just saying this because we know where we stand in terms of our teams. So we have two good teams. We have Buffalo and we have Baltimore. So I'm asking you, Brian, specifically before we get to Dave on the line. Hey, don't leave
2: Dave Seattle out. Come on, man. I'm going
1: to talk about Buffalo. So are they going to make these numbers, keep making them high, or is it going to be one of those things where sharp money is going to be fading Buffalo, fading the Ravens every week, and losing and losing and losing as they keep
3: covering and covering and covering? I want to hear hear Brian. I want to hear Brian. No, I mean the odds makers got this right. That doesn't mean the Bills are going to cover. I mean Miami, you know, played the Patriots, who still have a great defense, and for whatever reason, they weren't prepared to stop Cam Newton's feet. I got news for you: Josh Allen runs the ball better nowadays uh-huh. than Cam Newton ever. Did. Well, not ever. I mean, but as of today, if they couldn't stop Cam Newton running, good luck stopping Josh Allen. Um, but I mean, the odds makers got that one right, because at the end of the day, if you didn't watch ten seconds of that game, oh, the Bills beat the Jets by ten. Okay, whatever. You know, I'm telling you, the score of that game should have been forty-two ten. They're up twenty-one nothing going in for another score. Oh no, fumbles. I agree with you. Well, they, right. they, they're going. They're twenty-one nothing. They're going in for another touchdown. Uh, Allen fumbles. Okay, so they would have got a field goal. At worst, it would have been twenty-four um, nothing. The field goal kicker missed two field goals. Then in the third quarter, it's still 21 nothing. They're going in for another touchdown. Allen fumbles the ball again on a running play. And then the, the Jets couldn't get a first down. And all of a sudden, it's 21 nothing. It should have been 35 nothing at the time. They throw a five-yard out pass to Crowder on an all-out jailhouse break blitz. And Crowder steps through two, two defenders who collide with one another. On a three-yard pass, the guy ran 80 yards. And all of a sudden it's twenty-one-seven when the game well, should have been thirty-five nothing. I I mean I'm just telling you the, the odds makers got that one right because I mean normally you would just say okay the Bills one by ten at home division game and they'd be going down to Miami laying a field goal, but they're it's five five and a half.
1: Well, so this goes back to now. I guess I'll let Dave answer. So Dave, obviously every year there's certain wise guy sides that wise guys bet blindly i.e. against cleveland that one year i have a feeling that's going to be the same thing with the ravens people are going to just be bet and i have a feeling this is not me being mike and being saying it's my team i have a feeling not many games the ravens are going to win they're not going to cover i have a feeling just a feeling that this team is going to just destroy the smart money this year destroy them like Cleveland destroyed them that one year. And if the Ravens win, they're winning and they're covered. And if they well, don't win, they're not covering.
2: It's
6: definitely tough to bet against them early, especially if they were playing one of the teams like the Jets or Miami. So, this week it's the Texans. And it opened at 5 and went to 7 already? Well, right. And uh, So last week everybody backed the Texans the sharp money. You like to call them, right? And uh, so this week, I still think I think that's a that's a one o'clock game, which is four o'clock Eastern. So, especially in those games, when you're fading a team like Baltimore, you, you generally want to wait. Especially here in Las Vegas, seven and a half feels ambitious, but I well, don't know. The, I think the, we at least get seven there. The, the
3: situation here.
6: This is a great spot. for The, the situation
3: Texans. calls for Texas, Houston, oh, this all is day. Huge. Long. And then you got. I mean, you had the mini buy. Well, well Baltimore was going to destroy Cleveland. I mean, that was a given. This just, is Harbaugh's track record of starting fast. All right, just like I think Cleveland may destroy Cincinnati, so you, you can't just look at the last game and mm-hmm. think they're god awful. I think I think Cleveland comes back with a really good effort this week, but Houston. The, 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 the seven the, there. The difference to me is. <laughs> Talk about Houston starting with KC and Baltimore, but Houston played Thursday night, has extra time to prepare, and that is a difference maker this to is me. The, this Catch is definitely seven.
6: this is definitely the the top play on the board to me. If I can get seven and a half, that's a fist pump, jeweler. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm I'm out there. So. No, that,
3: that number will, I don't think that number gets above seven. No, it, hard, it it I, I don't know. I agree,
6: but it's hard. Last week they took so the dogs that got bet last week by the sharp guys. Uh, the Texans and the and the Jaguars. congrats. Yeah, that was guys. A, how about yeah, that eight and a half. And Carolina played great. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, good. So so, it's really tough to tell. But the fact that that's in the 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 one o'clock p.m. Pacific time, I have to say, the fact that it's in that time slot, we we really want to wait unless we see some home run angle to the consensus.
3: Let me tell you, I have Mike crawling in his skin here. At this time of year, uh, last week, the, the Survivor Pools, the Survivor Contest, there's always the, the Indy, Indian eight-point favorite losing to the Jags. All right? I mean, t- probably right. took you know half the field out of these Survivor Pools. I think it
6: took out like 15 to 20% just that game in the, okay. the circle. I
3: got news for you. Houston wins this game. It's going to take an army out. No, this it's is gonna, it's going to take an army Mike, out. I, and, 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 I and, and, forgot. And, and and you know what? In the book, the books, will love it because everybody's going to tease Baltimore down to one.
6: No, you can't.
3: You, and, you, and, and the books will absolutely make a killing if Houston wins this game.
6: You can't like, all, always assume well this will get better because look at the Dallas Rams game. The sharp guys loaded up on the Rams plus three, and they went all the way to favored. And you would have thought, no, everyone's going to bet Dallas. There's no way you don't get at least three by the time the game starts. So you, so that's why if I see a home run angle to the consensus, I'm betting that the Texans win early. When, when most of the time I would wait, but I I just after what I saw last week, I, I think the market was a lot tougher last week at post than I would have thought. Like I would have thought, no way the Jags, they close eight. The Rams close three, and everyone that's sharp would have. You know, but you could see that Rams when kind of getting away. And well,
1: so... well if, before we get to Mike, my question to you, Dave, is what does it take? I put you in the sharp category. What would it take for you to actually ever bet on the Ravens?
6: On the Ravens? That's a good question. Usually they would have to play somebody else. That's 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 one of the uh, tougher teams. It, yeah, <laughs> like to take them against. So you're
1: basically saying that it's like that year when Cleveland was playing like, 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 I just couldn't you imagine why these guys. Why. Well, no, because it doesn't. Like, at what point do you somebody say this team is just pitiful? <laughs> like,
6: so to
5: fade or,
1: or this team? No, you like you
6: you basically yeah. okay. So if it's, okay, I'll give you an example. I'm
1: thinking like a square. Remember, I, no, take, I know. I know. Like
6: I'm the square, you're the
1: shark. No, this so. is the
6: way you do it. Okay, so you, the real bad teams, the super undesirables, we'll add super there. Cleveland that one year. Basically, what you're doing is you're just you see it open and and you just know okay th- when they're super super bad you just wait till post and if it's and if the line tops out so it's the best it's ever been during the week or you get extra uh value to the consensus something like that then you, then it's just an auto bet at post and those spots you you now you really don't want to bet early just makes no sense because even the sharp guys don't want to touch a team like that but this week with the Texans or with uh, Miami, had, okay, they had one game. So, But if they go four games in a row getting smoked, I can almost guarantee we're not betting that early. But, but, if, but if it goes to, let's say a seven somehow popped up. I don't think so, but we don't know. And then all of a sudden the consensus was going to six and a half. So you would bet Miami early this week. So I don't know if that answers your question.
1: Well, I guess the question I'm asking you is when do you jump on the like for instance there and I'm and again, I'll let Mike pick this up. There's a good possibility the Ravens have a shot of going fifteen and one straight up. The question is how many teams are they gonna actually how many games are they gonna cover? The can store, I ta- can I say didn't... one thing?
6: Okay, so Go ahead. W- so if so after what we saw last year and what's fresh in our head and and how public they were with the betting dollars, I kind of feel it's a spot where you you do just have to. It, it might come Fandom. down to post betting the dog starting next week. Auto betting with what I said. So yeah, you you just money's made when because everyone's thinking what you're thinking and this is when you. There's potential to make money. It hasn't. There's had night. There's been nightmare spots before with the Browns or betting against the Patriots. But in the long run, how many, how many times did someone think, well, this team's gonna roll? And and we made more than we lost in those two nightmare spots. So I, I feel that I'll be fading them. Maybe odd if they blow out Houston this week, almost eighty percent. I have whoever they play in week three, assuming it's not another blue chip team. Mike? Got
2: it. Mike? I'm just sitting back and um, enjoying my win with my team. And we're we're just poised <laughs> for a monster season. No matter the case, no matter the spread, it seems like the Ravens get there every single time. But you uh, know I, what?
6: I don't think they've been there, what, for long, four years.
2: Well, you know, that ever since Lamar, to, last year was the big year. Every other year, the first year, Lamar took over, which was two years ago, they still weren't blowing people out. They were covering, but they weren't heavily favored yet. Last year, we saw it. They couldn't make the line high enough, and it seems like it's just rolling over. And this year, we've revamped our entire secondary, well, not our secondary, but our D-line is better. Our linebackers are better. We drafted well. Our secondary is lights out. You know, we know we're regular season champs. But it's all going to have to come down to: Are we going to be able to perform in the playoffs? That's the big monkey on his back, and Lamar has to, you know, prove the doubters in the playoffs that he could actually win a playoff game. But injury aside, I think they're going to have a fantastic season. You could just, you know, you could tell top echelon teams, Dave, in the NFL, and you could tell the teams to just stay bad. Whether it's not even the players, but it's the management, it's the GM, it's just the team itself. Like the Bengals the Bengals just lose games doesn't matter that they have a good quarterback that had a fantastic drive to put them in a position to get a a field goal at the end of the game no, they miss the field goal and they lose the game it's just the bungles they've just been there for years it's just what they put out so same thing with the Browns the Ravens on the other hand we put you know the pedal to the metal and We'll blow you out. Yeah, but you're, you're a huge Ravens
6: but, fan, and, and I know you think they're, I know you like the Texans this week. I'll go ahead and just assume that. And you're a huge Ravens fan. You know that number's too high.
1: Well, so here's the question.
2: I'm looking he, at real must, numbers right now. Talk, Dave, was that question to me? Absolutely.
6: Sure what, With your buildup that you just Nah,
2: said. Nope, not me. I don't think the Texans are any good this year. I think without Hopkins, the team in defense, they didn't really improve. They did, all they did was get in return was a running back that's they had a serviceable running back last year and without Hopkins I don't know if Watson really has anybody on the outside that could actually get open I mean there's a lot of mediocre receivers on that team and they still they're dealing with some injuries from the off season. Yes, this is Chiefs a standard great, Ravens
6: by three or four spot I and mean, you know it.
2: Um, did,
1: to, not to interrupt both of you on the Ravens, Ravens, thing win, by but, 10. Ravens but wait, win by ten. Wait, not to, Maybe we'll get plus let, 10. Let, let Dave. <laughs> Dave. Yeah. So the number one team against the spread right now going back to last season is the Chiefs. They're currently 14 and 5 and 1 ATS from 2019 to this year. So I'm assuming that's a team just like the Ravens and Buffalo cuz basically the top 3 teams are Ravens, Buffalo and Baltimore against the spread. So it's um I'm assuming that the Ra- Kansas City is in the same camp as the what you would call the auto fade and what I'm asking you is more of a fundamental question. You're betting enough games with enough high volume that you can mitigate being down, let's say, 10 games on a in a year and a half on one particular team because you exactly. might be auto-betting
6: against them? Exactly. I'm sorry? Exactly. That's You just summed it up. And you're forgetting about the times where certain teams won two or three in a row and you started fading them and you picked up two quick units. Right. And-
1: but what I'm saying is for the listeners out there – the guy sitting at home that isn't going to subscribe to your service or access professional information where he's betting higher volume, if he listens to this and he just extracts out, it's a good spot to auto-fade against Kansas City. It's a good spot to auto-fade against the Ravens. It's a good spot to auto-fade against Buffalo. The guy's got no money left.
6: <laughs> no. You're just, you're, it's selective memory. You're, you're just not remembering the, thing, the ones that went well for you it's just like you're right. just speaking oh. at the you're you're talking about the chiefs and ravens and buffalo towards the end of last right but you're adding buffalo randomly there after they already nobody said we're going to auto fade buffalo we were betting on them and they were doing good they were except for Got the it. one game against the ravens where you, uh, you guys that was so competitive all the way All to right, the end so of let's use
1: Kansas City and and Baltimore as the examples Kansas City is obviously more powerful. They're fourteen and five and one in the last, you know, twenty games, and so right. But nobody was know,
6: hold on. Nobody was auto fading them the first half of the season. Got it. That wasn't you're just you're just going well. They won it all, and then you're what you're doing is you're going well. Week two, week three, week four. Nobody was even going. Oh, Kansas City's an auto fade every game, probably until like eight or nine games in. And the Ravens, God. nobody saw that coming. We were betting on the Ravens at the beginning of the season because there was they had value bef- before they won so many in a row. So,
1: so wait, we actually for the won on those out two there teams. So for the listeners out there, when you open the season up with the what well, we'll call them the favorites, Kansas City, Buffalo, Seattle, the Ravens, the good teams, you're basically saying the good teams from a betting point of view just don't have the value. that you lose the value in that line.
3: Pretty
6: right, much. right, and everybody last year. Okay, let's. You you got to do both sides of it. Last year, the Cowboys are going to roll the Super Bowl champs. How much money was made fading them all year? So you're not you're not talking about the opposite. The Rams last year. Oh, they barely well, like, lost.
1: That's what you're here for.
6: You're right. They barely <laughs> lost to the Patriots. This is the year they have a super high win total. You faded them. You made a lot of money. so, so, so you have to kind of put every team in the mix. And some of these. Okay, out of the and Saints. by the way,
1: by the way, you had the Rams. The Rams are eleven and five and, and one since last year, so they've been covering. And you did take the Rams, so you weren't taking that auto fed approach as well.
6: No, so, so you just you mix it up, and then there will be times where we somehow we have the Ravens. I had the Saints last week. I gave that out there. So super I was going to ask
1: you that was. A, so I wanted to ask you about that. So for all the listeners out there, the what I found is from talking to clients, they were all gung-ho to bet Tampa Bay. Well, you're getting Brady plus points. You're getting Brady plus points. How could you not take great? So what went into, was that why you basically took the Saints because you knew you were getting value on the favorite?
6: Many fundamentals there. It opened six, so now usually the Saints lines go up. It opened six, went down. You have a team that has crushed a lot of numbers for many years, and then you have Tampa Bay, who there you go. That was the whole mentality of of your average better when the team wasn't even close to as
3: good as the Saints. So that was the best bet of the week last week. Yeah, I, and, mean, and I swear to you, numbers algorithms. I, I, I <laughs> well, they all backed the Saints. Nah, all the numbers but, uh, and algorithms. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, they did. But for I, once. I'm telling you, the, the we. I mean, I don't, know. I don't know. Do you guys listen to this show? I mean, last, last week, that was that was I uh, to me that was a gift because the Saints are the uh, the gold standard the the gold bar in that division, and they've been hearing about Tom Brady and the Bucks for four months. They're like, please now. They may end up getting good, but you got to think there's a transition for, for Brady to go – for them to become a good football team. But th- that that game was such an intangible game that New Orleans is like, oh, really? Okay, sorry, we're still here. That's, that's what that game was all so, about. So
6: it's a rare spot where you can take one of those – because – the Saints are super public. We all know this, so it's a rare spot because you ask. I was surprised when I saw you. Back well, 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 yeah, well, because that's that's a rare spot where you're actually contrarian, taking one of those a, a team that's been way more public than the Bucks. But the situation had it where the spread dropped so low that that it became just a fade the move, fade the. Tom Brady's here, and, and and all of that, and 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 so this this does happen. A situation where we could end up taking the Ravens, they lose two in a row, and then all of a sudden they're playing the the Bills or the Chiefs. You know, you, you could you you could find a spot where or they play the Steelers, and the Steelers have so, won four in a row, and with, they are, they're struggling. Or, or the, with
1: that being said, Jackson just to hurt. segue into this Buccaneers line, it opened up at eight and a half. Now it's nine and a half. Against the Panthers. Now, this Again, is a post
6: Panthers spot. Standard. Nothing hard about post. this. Post. Exactly. Now, if it drops all the way back down, so you want nine and a half or more at post, and you, you want to key the consensus, and it's just a standard post bet, unless there's some good angle now. now it's Panthers are or you, pass.
5: Are you,
1: years past, you would do a lot of early betting on Tuesdays and Wednesdays? I still You're do. Saying,
6: Okay. I bet all those games last week early, but there's certain situations, not not necessarily this one because Tampa Bay is zero and one, and people are thinking, "Wow, Brady doesn't look look that good." But the other situation, the Ravens is 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 the one where it's it's just an auto bet at post for sure. But I think that Panthers one goes to ten too. Um, we'll see. The interesting one is the Patriots and Seahawks. What do you guys think of?
1: I was gonna ask you about that Sunday night game. So I you know, I had a little action on the on the um I, I actually I know you don't agree with it. I did a little teaser with the Ravens and, and, and the Patriots uh on the weekend, you know, getting them down to like one each. Um I, I didn't say I not agree. Okay, good. Um but I will but I will say but I said what I did on Monday night, and that's what I was do you both actively get involved in teasers? Like, Monday night, I teased up the Giants. Like, for instance, you were in the Giants, and what I've been doing is I've been taking your plays, and I've been teasing them.
6: Well, yeah, it makes and sense with the... the so I had the strategy. Giants at 14. Right, that doesn't make sense. I, to tease the, the plus sixes to 12. That's, that's, that's not optimum teaser strategy. The only reason you do teasers is, you know, the, the three well, the seven. Well,
1: the backdoor touchdown sure helped.
6: Right, but that's that's variance. <laughs> variance. Okay, that's four variance. times I've had to say that word, variance.
1: Um, so, but I just didn't know if, uh, if that's something that you actually do yourself. I know you don't put them out to the clients, but no, well, I do. For a- I
6: do the teasers, the the three and seven strategy. But other than that, it doesn't make sense to do teasers mathematically with, with expected value. You, you'd rather straight bet king the consent. Well, I'm
1: assuming you're even though your brother's not going to like it, you're going to take the Patriots.
6: Well, it's a, it's a weird spot now because I think I even saw a couple of fives and now it's three and a half. So you either – what's running through my mind is lay the three or take the five and then which which one will it be at post and king the consensus. This is how I'm approaching it. But I was I I was I was just asking your guys' opinion on the two teams and what you're thinking in the game. I always like I'll to hear let Mike, people's Mike opinion.
2: or Brian answer that. I'm I think Seattle fans. I'm on I'm on the Seattle side simply because look, Miami from a standpoint of and again the eyeball test like Brian said with the Bills game, it should have been a much bigger blowout. And with that type of circumstance, I agree with that also with the Tennessee game, but obviously with Seattle, they just went on the road and they beat a team pretty bad in another stadium opening day. They are calibrated to now play that much better at home because they, I believe even without fans playing in that stadium gives them a bigger edge. And with the Patriots traveling, they played a team like Miami who's horrible, and it's not like they blew them out. It was very close game the entire game, and I just believe the type of offense that they're running with Cam Newton, it's very minuscule. It's, I feel like they really haven't opened up the playbook maybe because it was a lack of training camp. They only had a couple weeks to really get the playbook going, but it just seems very pedestrian and slow and I think Seattle can feast on that. And they're they're the type of team that could easily come out of the West, come out of the NFC and be in the Super Bowl. I mean, they're that good. And I feel like Russell looks better this year than years past, just from a consistency standpoint of having a really good receiving core, good tight ends, good offensive line his running back came back from injury and they have a couple of guys in the backfield that could easily interchange and defensively Jamal Adams looked fantastic in his first game with the Seahawks yeah, and you, that's you, been
6: Sorry to interrupt you get your most value I feel living in Las Vegas betting in Las Vegas on Sunday and Monday nights so I'm always all week thinking about those two two games and, and even if I don't have a strong feel I I'm just I don't want to force a bet, but I, I've got to find value in those two games, I feel. And so so this game's been on my mind because it's, it's definitely a tough spot. It's not like the other game where it's, you, you know, you know what we need to do. But uh, this this is the tough one for me. So like to hear other people's opinions. But at three, I think, yeah, it, just because it opened five and, and everything you said, it's probably a minus three bet. But getting all the way to three is tough. Because Seattle did look so good, too. So it's weird to see a team look that good and then the line's going two points better for now,
1: them. Now, I will say, I'm assuming I have you pegged on this game. I'm I'm a fader of the Monday night winner, usually. So it's worked for me for many years. So, like, I see this Steelers game opens up at 4.5 and, and goes to 7.5. They roll on Monday night. They win the game by 10. Standard Isn't, it spot. Standard. Isn't it an auto bet? Isn't it an auto bet? I'm sorry.
6: Standard spot plus the Steelers. They just kind of standard spot to take the Broncos. Oh, standard plus the plus the Steelers. I'm I'm figuring you out after six years. Well, it's not really figuring me out. It's just what are the standard spots? That's definitely one. And uh, for both
1: of you, that line four and a half to seven and that's that's strictly (laughs) now. There's a one injury. There was an injury. I forgot what's his name. Um, God bet he's out for the season. I don't know if that had something to do with it. But I mean, when you see a three-point line move. Both of you—that's a substantial, serious. Well, lineup. look
6: what it jumped through too, six and seven. Uh, this is, and plus the Steelers. Anytime you can take more than seven against the Steelers, I know this is kind of public too, but they just kind of get the job done, and they're, they don't. Them winning that game by three or four also is 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 how I see it. And so
5: Zach
1: Banner, Zach Zach Banner, he he's out for the season. That's so I don't know. He he blew his knee out, so I don't know if in the first game, I don't know if that makes a difference. Do you think that matters, Brian?
3: Is that why it went up? No, well, the Von Miller being out for the years, uh, that, that was the Got game. it.
6: But wasn't that already factored into the four-and-a-half? So so that doesn't— No, was, he, was out
2: since, he was already out since training camp, And it was four-and-a-half yeah, after— I mean, Honestly, I mean,
3: you know. That was already factored into Steelers, the four-and-a-half. Steelers and half. did what they did and beat the Giants. Um, I, 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 I thought a lot more of the way Denver played in defeat against Tennessee— than I did about what Pittsburgh did to the Giants.
6: Having seven covered two is huge to me against the Steelers here.
3: If I don't, if I'll
6: be depressed if I don't have a, a Broncos ticket by post. Plus Denver's good to me, that city. So <laughs> well,
2: I, did you I, uh, <laughs> did you know what they're doing with the fans? They were doing a test sample of fans. So they had about two 2000- thousand. I don't know if it was 2,000, the exact number, but the con- uh, concession stands were open, and they had random fans where they were trying out in the stadiums and going through the protocols, because I think the next home game in two weeks, they're going to have 15,000 fans in Denver. They were just going through the motions of what it's going to be like for everybody to come in, and they get I tested. Love it. And, I love it. It's we're yeah.
6: slowly becoming normal again, because then if that's right. a success in a 20,000, 25,000, yeah. then, okay, what happened? What was that virus called again?
1: <laughs> yeah, say that right. to my kids who are sitting at home and doing homework right now with Mom. Um, so listen, um, the o- you should give them uh, homework. Las Vegas, Las Vegas, what was your take watching that? I know you watched that game, Brian. What was your take on Las Vegas?
6: 1-0, and o, baby.
1: Well, I know, but what, what was your take? Like, do you think they're going to – I told you I met a sportsbook manager a long time ago. You said they could never get even on the Raiders. So I'm just wondering if this is going to be a spot where living in Vegas fading them you're going to always have value because everybody's going to be pounding them.
3: Uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I think I think so. I I think the the number will be inflated. I mean they'd be a pretty ordinary Carolina team but you had to fly cross country to do it. Um Carr did some decent things. The Jacobs kid looks good. It it looks like um, it looks like they're going to be decent. I'm not you know I I'm not going to shoot fireworks into the sky because they beat the Panthers.
6: I, th- I think the Saints are going to be the team that just rolls every number this year. I- I'll make that prediction. No, now, don't
3: forget that game this week. My Michael Thomas is out. Still,
6: I just think the Saints. Like it's tough. I love f- f- these numbers Monday night. And the no fans. The the fact that Vegas. I kind of wish they were coming off of a loss. I think we do get seven here. Five and a half is tough. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to take the probably have them at post, but not fist pumping on that one myself. I don't. He might like it. But this is a rare spot where, I think, myself. I'm, have shocked, them. I'm
3: shocked. This number's gone up. I mean, it's because up they to look to so up. good too. I it's mean, it's up to six. Yeah, but I mean, the, the number went up, and Michael Thomas is out. I mean, he's, do like, I say the w- best wide receiver? Do in I football. say
6: weird? Do I call the Raiders weird like they do? Well, well
3: like, <laughs> let, let me, <laughs> tell, no, let no, me no, let no. tell you, you something. Act- all right, let me tell you something. I'm older than all of you combined. All right, I've been a Bills fan. All right since 19 my brother moved there in 69 since 1969 all right that was minus four I have never once <laughs> ever said we never I'm not on the team so you well, wanna, you want to say whoa, 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 you, you want to say we David whoa, 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 whoa. You, you're gonna jump
1: into the, into that into that wait 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 he says he never once said we but I've never gone to club Madrid and not see a buffalo jersey on his body <laughs>
3: Well, because I'm getting paid to put it on. <laughs> ah, well, there you Boom. go. Look, I didn't, hey, you got me. I didn't I, know the facility. I, I had no I, idea. I, I ain't never worn it. Worn, worn, I mean, well, not a
2: lot of years look, out look, in public. To, just on your sofa. Each, to each their own. That's all I got to say. <laughs> to each their no, own. No, but let's I represent, say. I represent the great state of Maryland and the city of Baltimore in which the Ravens are going to light up the scoreboard all year long and we're going to see them in the Super Bowl unless we get bounced in the first round of the divisional playoffs once again at home. By the Raiders. Maybe no fans. Uh, By the Raiders. No, no. But maybe without
1: the fans, they'll win. Who knows? I mean, listen, let's talk about that real quick. The number one team, even though they've been losing, is still on the money. Is still the Baltimore Orioles. So They again, had a five-game losing
6: streak. I know that. I
1: know, and it's, and it, but I was going to ask you for all the listeners, and you don't have to give it away. Are you? Do you have systems, or are you paying someone for your parlays in baseball that you've been nailing?
6: Systems, I'm way up on those. By the way, I'll, I'll throw that out there. My oh, I know, know you that.
1: are. That's I, I. No, no, no. I know you are. You come with these dogs and unders. It's like boom, boom, boom cha ching So you know I love dogs. Every time I, it's funny. It's the only time I've seen you actively been on dog money has been like the way I liked it i've been telling Brian for decades dogs in baseball and here you are every time you come with a baseball bet it's on a dog
6: well, not every single time, but maybe sixty sixty five percent which for and
1: you is a lot and then those spreads, those
6: two right. to one those two to one dogs at home they're, i feel I wish I knew the numbers on those though I feel like they 've ran bad, just gotten beat over and over, and it feels like they never cash, but that could be selective memory the cardinals. Yeah, night. I mean,
1: like, Di- Diego finally had their first loss yesterday. They snapped the eight-game uh, win win streak, and they obviously got postponed with the Giants because of the COVID scare. Um, but, uh, you know, again, you, you look at – I still go back to streak system. You say it's variance, but, again, you take a team like the Yankees. They're on a six-game winning streak. The White Sox is on a six-game winning streak. Obviously, you had them last week as an underdog. White totally Sox are
6: variance, though, for sure.
1: Right. Um, but, again, I go back to st- – Usually around game seven, eight. I haven't seen a lot of ten-game winning streaks. So, you know, one of my square ways is like they start getting tired. Here, you had two teams win six in a row. It's not a bad spot if you can get. For instance, Toronto right now, you're getting almost three hundred against the Yankees today. Well, to me, that's a good spot to fade the Yankees, thinking that the and even if they win, you're getting better, John.
6: You're getting better. You're getting better. Bet the run line and, and don't worry about it. In the long run, you probably made a good bet.
1: Bet the run line.
6: Yeah. On yeah. On Toronto.
1: No, the money line.
6: Well, okay, but the but the run line feels feels like you're paying less. I haven't seen it. Oh, what you mean
1: because it? it's because you're getting plus one fifteen, plus one and a half, which is wrong. well. Well, you it. just cut
6: the juice yeah. down a little bit, and 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 there's better opportunity keying the consensus. So I I had been looking at that, and I'm. That's that's on the to do list today. In a boy and the White Sox, sports. same
1: thing. You can get the Twins plus one hundred and sixty, fading fading the White Sox for the for uh, you know. And then you have the Reds. They're on a four. Those are the main streaks right now. You have the Reds are on a four game winning streak, and they're playing Pittsburgh. Now look at this. I am I'm, da- I'm telling you right now, the game starts at three forty your time. I'm betting Pittsburgh. I don't care if they lose. I am not laying. Who would lay three hundred on the Reds?
6: Brian, Well, they come do. On. They do, though. I've, I would never do it. On the Reds. I mean, yeah, that feels Now, you,
1: you, you hate this line, Brian. I'm going to say, I'll bet Pittsburgh and its value.
3: Well, I'll tell you what. That might be the first one, since you've been talking about it, that there's actual value. <laughs> well, there you go. The run line again. Just, just grab, grab the run line. Grab the run line on all of these. I mean, you know. No. The Reds? Yeah, come on. Really? I mean, that's... Yeah, that's two sixty. It opened up at two thirty. Nah. Castillo against the You might actually talk me into that one.
6: I, what's running through someone's mind though, laying three hundred on the Reds? I don't know. I but don't you know. know.
3: What do you mean? You're, you know how many?
1: You know how many parlays tonight? You are going to have with the Reds, the Yankees, and the White Sox. People will try to steal the reverse with oh, and the Astros. Yeah, but Look it's all small money.
6: It's all small money. So I don't think this is going to. I don't think this is going to matter. It's really small money. Anyone? I was going to
1: ask you, why do you limit your parlays in your system to two versus three in baseball? Me? Yeah. Like you do the side and the total of the same game as opposed to different teams parlayed together. Is that part of the secret system that we can't talk about on the air?
6: Something like that. Can I plead the fifth for once?
1: Yeah, you can. I was just wondering. I like, mean,
6: it's for, to me, it's basic. Why? And everybody that's in the business gets it, but you plead the fifth. Next question.
1: All right. You got it. So, uh, I will say this: It's going to be interesting to see if Mike can root for the Ravens, but bet your sides, your auto, because he's still going. To, he's never going to fade you. So, Mike, look for the, all the radio listeners, will you will you bet on Houston and hope they win by three, or bet on Houston and hope that you actually lose your money, or just not bet on Houston because you know? I mean, I'm sorry, not bet on the Ravens and not bet on Houston and just leave the game alone.
2: What will you do, Mike? What would Mike do? I mean, do? At, the end, at the end of the day, whatever Dave tells me to do, I follow the model one hundred percent. So there it's you go. Kind Can of I'm you saying that. <laughs> it, it's, you just It's almost a win. It's almost a win-win. If I win the bet, I win money. If the Ravens win, I'm still happy. What did you say it's you like, do?
6: What did you say you do?
2: No, no, no. You're not going to get me to say it twice.
6: Come on, say it again. <laughs> just, just one more time. I'll never make you say it again.
2: I will follow every single. Advice that Dave Miller gives me, and follow the system a hundred percent.
6: Appreciate that. Now, now you never have to say it again.
2: <laughs> and the flip side,
1: the flip side of that is, it is a spot where the Ravens could not cover and win, and not cover and win. If that happens, um, I was going to ask you, and I haven't looked at the numbers in, in these spots with teams like Kansas City and teams like um, the Ravens, and even teams like Buffalo this year so far is it us is in my perception and maybe it's just a square perception the team that covers like the those good teams usually don't win and not cover unless they're laying double digits
6: that's definitely square okay i mean you're okay sure you can do the backtracking and and everything is 2020 in hindsight but that's definitely i don't know maybe i'm wrong maybe maybe it's ran good the past 10 15 years but I don't, on it, on an, each game is its own game, and and I remember a lot of times when those public teams win and don't cover, it feels like it's over fifty percent. But maybe I'm wrong. You know the numbers.
1: Yeah, I mean I'll look at those exact numbers in terms of winning and not covering. Obviously, when you're a favorite and you cover the spread, you won the game. It's when you're it's when that good team is an underdog. But then you get back into the situation, which is how many times is Buffalo? How many times is Seattle, how many times are the Ravens, how many times is Kansas City gonna actually be a favorite this year? Not many. Maybe once or twice the whole year, or maybe not at all. Well when are you gonna when are you gonna get those dog spots until the playoffs? Yeah, I don't, well, I don't see Buffalo being a dog. Brian, do you see Buffalo, Buffalo be being a dog,
6: a
3: dog? For sure.
1: Sure. Not
3: not over 50% of injury. I injury, that's a, a way. They have a very tough schedule. I mean, yeah, they're going to be a dog to the Ravens. They're going to be a dog to the, or I'm sorry, they're going to be a dog to the Chiefs. Anyway. Oh,
6: um. they play them? Twi- they play yeah. both of them? Oh, wow. They
3: don't, they don't think they play the Ravens. They play the Chiefs.
6: They would even be a home dog to, yeah, to either one by
3: at least three. Uh, I'm looking to see here. They'll be an underdog to the Chiefs. They'll be probably that's that's an, all they said. That's it. No, nah, they'll be an underdog to the Patriots in New England.
6: Nah, come no, come on. No, nah. no. No. Oh, oh, my oh, God. Oh, no crazy. way.
3: That's pick no right there. No way.
6: No, I'm going to look saying, that one up when I get home. No, that's pick em.
3: By the time they get there, who knows what the Patriots are.
6: Well, if God. if they played next week, had, it would be pick them Look, he I has mean, to
2: just, stag, just take the dagger and just she He wants me, to be the right underdog. Be the he he wants to right be right the dog. The uh, they're
3: they're going to be a dog at San Francisco. Hey, there we're out of time. used to be in
2: the Guys, dog. we're out of time.
3: <laughs> Have a good one. Check it out, sportsinsiderradio.com. We lost track of time.
4: And <laughs> <laughs>